0: Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live and tonight we have Scout Taylor Compton with us who is currently starring in Chariot that is available now on video on demand. Scout, thank you so much for being here with us. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for
0: having me. Oh, man, you don't know how long I've been trying to get you on this show. And to get you on, it is, like, truly awesome. I am so excited. Yeah, you're so
1: cool. I've had the honor of meeting you in person, so I'm so glad that that we could make this work.
0: Me too. Me too. So let's get right (laughs) to it. Chariot, uh, written, directed by Mr. Siegel himself. Um, Amazing movie you had the most fascinating role in this movie so let's just go back a little bit when you were when you booked the role okay what were your feelings of having to play somebody with a dual personality did it scare you were you excited
1: you know i was excited i've I've always wanted to play a character like this i've always been fascinated um with like split personalities um I mean, honestly, the movie Split was—it's like my dream role to play. So even even that I had one, I was very excited about doing it. But it's so it's so interesting. I mean, this is just to like kind of so the audience knows. I actually, the production designer was a friend of mine on another shoot that I did, and he's like, "You'd be great for this movie that I'm about to do." Um, this guy Adams directing it, so I literally slid into Adam's DMs, and I was like, "I heard about this movie." I want to be a part of it. It sounds really rad. And then that's kind of how it happened, um, which is, you know, <laughs> so you can always do that guys. If you really are passionate about a project, just, just go after you it. Know, just go after it. And Adam's great. I really love him, but um, he, he gave me free range, you know, he, it was originally written as Oliver being British, but he was like, well, if you, if there's an accent, another accent that you like um, better, like just make Oliver your own. So it was really fun to like play around with that and
0: and find Oliver. As you've seen the interview I did with uh, Adam and we talked about Mm -hmm. you and your brilliant performance as that dual personality, Lauren and Oliver. Um, Now, when you got into the role, uh, you know, you just said he gave you free reign. Uh, Was there, when it came to the, uh, the grumpy British person, Oliver, How did you want him to come through?
1: You know, I I played with it, actually. I was like, like, could he be, like, does Oliver like both men and women? Is Oliver just gay? Is Oliver, does he just like, you know, I like played with a lot of different ideas. And I kind of like, I kind of like had both of that in mind. I mean, unfortunately, Oliver is only in a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. I wish we saw Oliver a little bit more because I feel like I could have done a lot more with him. But I play with so many different ideas, Um, but I kind of made him like a bisexual, just like angry man that just never gets what he wants, which is sex. (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what i just went with i was like how would i feel like if i was in in this position
0: (laughs) what was it like working with adam uh behind the camera uh you said he gave you a lot of leeway as far as his directing style was he fun was he very easygoing uh tell us about that
1: yeah adam is i mean. A, his writing is brilliant. I, I, every every time I read one of his scripts, I'm just blown away with like what can come out of that guy's mind. But um, he's he's just such a lax, really super smart director, and I really like that. You know, in in a director like the, the giving an actor um like a playground essentially, and that's really what he what he did. And and you know when he gives notes, it's it's very. It's more just to add to your what you've already like come up with yeah. you know um, but he's he's like one of the best directors I've worked with.
0: That is so cool. Now the horror yeah. genre has fully embraced you. They love you. you are part of the the horror family. And mm-hmm. as I told Adam, he gave you this wonderful opportunity to step out of horror for a little bit and do this science fiction uh, movie. That I told Adam it was probably going to open up a whole bunch of doors for you. Um, being, you know, passionate to the core of, of your fan base, which is horror and building even more fans outside of horror. How does that make you feel that Adam gave you this opportunity, the way I explained it to him, to show off your acting chops?
1: i mean i i mean it's a it's an actor's dream you know i I respect the horror community i really do because they they they're so loyal (laughs) you know yeah and they'll watch anything that i do which is really really great to have that fan base behind me so i i I, i'm very honored that i am in the horror community but it is a hard genre to kind of break from because it's all what people see you as it's like, oh, well, you're a horror actress. It's like, well, actually, I mean, yeah, I can do that, but I can do a lot more. So it was really nice to have that opportunity to um, not die in something or kill someone, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> or walk away permanently but even though I scarred. It.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now,
0: you have 92 credits, uh, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And you're wow. still so young, but you've got 92 credits to your name. Take us back to the beginning. How did you get, how did you get into acting? What was your inspiration? And when you first began, who did you look up to? Uh, Not somebody you knew, somebody that you admired on the screen.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, I was just kind of one of those kids that was like talk too much, <laughs> like neat, like had so much energy, was super hyper. I mean, I'm, you probably can tell even by this <laughs> interview. Um, so my parents were like, and I was constantly always playing dress up or making people watch me do something. So my parents heard about this, like it ended up being a scam, but um, they ended up hearing about this uh, open casting. You read in front of agents and you get to meet like Mario Lopez. So I went <laughs> to this thing and I just wanted to meet Mario Lopez. So they gave me a sheet of paper to read and I was like, okay, whatever, this is fun. So I did, did that and I booked an agent right away. Wow. Um, there's no actors, there's nothing, there's no nobody in the business in my family. So I don't know where I came from, but um, I-, I <laughs> It I has to, to
0: start somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's how I, I started. Um, And I I just started right away, you know, like I said, I grew up in a mortuary, so I didn't have a lot of friends, and sets, and being around adults, those were like my my playground. Like, that was like my fun time, you know?
0: Do you remember the first feature film that you did? What was it?
1: I think I did, so, the first feature, what did I do? What was the first feature that I did? Um, I remember more of my TV. Like I did, I, I used to work with Jay Jay Leno. So every time, I never booked Barbie commercials ever. Yeah. I was never that happy kid. Yeah. Um, I never never booked Barbie commercials. But whenever Jay Leno would make spoof on like Barbie commercials. Um, I would come in, Brie Larson would come in and we would do like, like chewing tobacco Ken, smoking Barbie, like all these like (laughs) temptation, Island Barbie. So we do all those scoops. So that was like my first, I I kind of like went into like the TV route, uh, from like Ally Field and Gilmore Girls and then Charmed. It was like, kind of like one after the other.
0: Yeah. Um, it was the start of something great. Now, of course you Booked the role of Laurie Strode, okay? We can't go on an interview without talking about that. In Mm -hmm. Rob Zombie's uh, remake of Halloween 2007, that just, you know, put you on a whole other level uh, when it came to your career. Uh, When you went in to audition to be Laurie Strode, Mm -hmm. uh, walk us through what you were feeling. I mean, you knew Jamie Lee Curtis, was the last one to play uh, Laurie Strode. Obviously, those are big shoes. Did you try to fill those shoes, which is an impossible task, but try to give a new, give us a new version of a of Laurie?
1: Yeah, you know, well, when I first auditioned, it was the Untitled Rob Zombie project, um, so I didn't know that it was Halloween. My mom had shown me Halloween when I was a kid. I mean, mortuary father, you know, mortician father. So that was kind of for mortician. It kind of like went hand in hand. Um, But I, so I had no idea that it was for Halloween. And once, you know, it kind of got to like the next stages and I was meeting Rob and it was like the final testing. Did I find out that it was Halloween? And bless my 17 year old soul that I didn't realize how big of a deal that was. Honestly, if I did know how big of a deal it was, I probably would have freaked myself out. So I'm so glad that I I was like so naive and had no idea. I was like, oh, okay, Halloween. Yeah, I'll play babysitter. (laughs) You know, so thank goodness I had no idea. Um, But then once my name got announced, I had people calling me that I hadn't heard from in years. And it was just blowing up. And I, I kind of started to get freaked out, and then I started to read what people were saying, and a lot of people were comparing me to the amazing Jamie Lee Curtis, and they kind of were like bashing me already, and I was really freaking out. Yeah, that's not, like, that's not
0: fair. That's not fair.
1: Oh my god, and I was seventeen too. I was like, yeah. oh no, everybody hates me in the world, you know? <laughs> um, but when I went on set, Rob pulled me aside, and he was like, hey, he's like, I hired you for your lorry. Like, don't worry about what they're saying, you know, like, let's, let's kick this, you know, let's kick this out of the park and show them what you can do. And let's make it your lorry. Don't make it anybody else's.
0: Exactly. So,
1: luckily I had, I had Rob, you know, in, in, um, in my corner there.
0: Now, that remake, uh, depending on, I mean, Halloween fans are everywhere for for some of them that 2007 remake is their favorite halloween uh without a doubt yes. they love it um uh, especially the the younger generation they absolutely love it when you did halloween in 2000 i'm assuming you filmed it sometime in 2006 or whatever did you know that rob mm-hmm. wanted to make a sequel because the rumors are you know started swirling that rob initially just wanted to make that one movie and he didn't want to do a sequel but because of the success of the 2007 movie, he ultimately did bring you back and make a sequel. What did you know when you were doing the first one?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I, we did not know that there was going to be a sequel at all. We, we, we just knew that we, we honestly didn't know that it was going to be as big of a success as it was, to be honest. I mean, at least I didn't, you know, I was super naive at that age so maybe everybody else did, but, um, I, I didn't know that there was gonna be a sequel. So I was kind of surprised and i was so happy to do a sequel. Um, but yeah, no, I had no idea when we did the first one.
0: Now, Laurie Strode, your Laurie Strode, from the first mm-hmm. one to the second one, it's almost like two completely different characters, as you would expect with the yeah. trauma that your character suffered at the hands of Michael Myers. In mm-hmm. the second one, you've become sort of a recluse. You only have a small group of friends uh it's completely different laurie strode so when you walked in to do the second one what how did you change your mindset from what laurie strode was in the first one that you did i mean you obviously wanted to show a difference
1: yeah well i just kind of wanted to you know if time had passed and someone going through trauma and witnessing all these people get murdered i mean I don't know about somebody that would be okay with that no. <laughs> like would be a perfect angel and would like have all their shit together exactly. and i kind of wanted to show that like what real ptsd looks like it's very up and down and and like that shit fucks with you i exactly. mean <laughs> it really it fucks you up you know and the dynamic between danielle and i like the, the best friend changed into kind of like sister but like broken like everything was just broken mm-hmm. um and I think that's what Lori was. She was, everything had been taken from her and everything that she knew was a lie. And and I just wanted to show that brokenness. Mind you, one thing that, that did happen was, you know, the Weinsteins, because of the success of the first one, I know they were driving Rob up the wall um, with rewrites every, like almost, it seemed like every week they were changing something. Yeah. Um, which wasn't really great for any actor (laughs) you know to be like well we already filmed something and she's losing her shit there so you can't change you can't change this because if she goes into that situation happy it's not going to make sense
0: so there was a lot
1: of that unfortunately but um yeah i I, my main focus was just to show the 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 damage that you know Lori was feeling
0: absolutely uh so the halloween movies came out and I'm sure that opened up a bunch of doors for you in Hollywood. I'm sure you were auditioning, getting uh, offered to audition. Tell us what happened with your career and how it exploded after the Halloween movies.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's so strange. Cause I feel like it's so different, you know, like now that I see people, you know, when I watch Blumhouse and I, I see like a new actress or whatever, I'm like, Oh wow. Then they'll end up like on a TV show. I kind of, you know, it wasn't like that back then. I just ended up doing like, I think right after that, I did um, I did April Fool's Day, like yeah. literally right after. The first thing was like a horror thing. And then I did the Love Ranch with Helen Mirren and Joe Pesci, which was a great experience. And then The Runaways. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely opened up so many doors for me, but you would be surprised being in a horror movie I don't know what it is about Hollywood. When they think that you've only been in a horror movie, they have trouble, like I, like we were talking about in the beginning, seeing you as anything yeah. else. Yeah. And, and I told you in the beginning, like Love Ranch, I went through eight auditions, like eight auditions to get that role. And then the final role, the final meeting was with Joe Pesci. And Joe was just like, let's go talk in the room. You know, like, let's just like have a private conversation about like why you want this. The Runaways. I auditioned for every girl in that role and I played drums. So I wanted the drummer and I wrote a letter to the casting director saying, I got to be in this. I've got, I've like, I've got to play one of these girls. And then they finally called me back, back in and, and, you know, it was with Kristen and and the producers and we just kind of wanted to see how our chemistry went. And then they offered me the bass player.
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't know fucking bass. I'm not going to play bass. <laughs> but I was like, whatever, man. I was like, OK, let's do it. And, you know, they were having trouble finding their Lita Ford. And Joan Jett was there every day during band rehearsal and stuff. And one day I was just jamming out, going crazy. And Joan was like, you play like Lita. And then the next day they were like, Do you want to be Lita Ford? You know how to play guitar? I'm like, no, nope, but I guess I'm going to learn. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy shit that goes, yeah. that goes on you and, know, behind and I, scenes.
0: I, I totally understand what you're saying about Hollywood entertainment and how they box you in. And that's what happened. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that's what happened with Rob and then the second Halloween. Because of the success, the Hollywood executives, they want you to replicate exactly what you did in the first one. And for yeah. a creator, an artist... That's that's boring, for lack of a better yeah. term. You're, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to create something new. So I totally get the frustration. And that's what makes what Adam did in casting you uh, in Chariot great, because it allowed you to branch out and show what you're really capable of outside of the horror realm. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's why I really stressed that with him. And I, I told him, good job for casting Scout, because you were amazing. Now, the British accent was really spot on. (laughs) And not only that, you were doing a man British accent. Do you you have any kind of dialect training, voice training, or did you just learn on the spot?
1: You know, it's so funny because I I don't know why. I should never doubt myself, but I I did. I, I, I already had that accent. I had it. I was really comfortable with it. And then I was like, maybe I should just go talk to a dialogue coach. And then I was thinking, I was like, well, okay, I'm Lauren, and I'm I'm playing this character, so whatever accent, whether it's like authentic or or if it's mixed with something or whatever, that's what she would create. So it's not like I'm from you know England, so it's not not to be like perfect, yeah. you know. So I was just like, it's it's what this girl would think is a British accent. So I kind of went with it and didn't didn't want to overthink it. Yeah, because then then I would just I would just be stressed.
0: And it worked. It absolutely. (laughs) I'm gonna read you a quick viewer question. Steve wants to know uh, which filmmakers in any genre would you want to work with that you haven't yet.
1: Oh, God, that that list is
0: so long.
1: I mean, Quentin obviously, like Quentin Tarantino. I I like. I would love to work with him. I I, I ask Danielle all the time. I'm like, what was it? (laughs) I was like, tell me everything. (laughs) Um, Quentin and obviously Steven Spielberg. um, I'd I'd love to work with them as well. And how Um, about not? mm -hmm.
0: No, I was just going to ask you, as far as genres go, uh, you've done sci-fi. What else do you want? Are you really interested in doing? like? Comedy, rom coms, drama. What would you like to do in as far as genre work?
1: I mean everything, honestly. Like all my friends, like even even people that just met me, like the movie that I just did, everyone's like, Why don't why aren't you doing comedy? They're like you're so funny. Yeah. I'm like, really? I'm like,
0: really?
1: <laughs> I'm like, I keep comedy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe something like I feel like that would be such a blast. Like it's such a fun set to be on you know like a yep. comedy would be really bad my dream thing man would probably be like a resident evil like uh, franchise like i want to i want to go beat people up <laughs> kill, <laughs> the Tommy kill, style.
0: <laughs> killing some like zombies okay now you have three projects that are in post yes. uh the best man model mm-hmm. house and captive uh mm-hmm. two of them are thrillers one is a straight-up horror out of those three, which one are you most excited about coming out? The Best Man, oh, man. Model, oh, House, no, 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 and Captive.
1: I mean, all of them. I, I, I played such different characters. In, in, I mean, one, I'm kidnapping a group of, like social media girls which is so fun to do the other one i'm playing i'm i'm playing a hot sexy vampire and then the other one i it's like it's with luke wilson so i'm wow. pretty excited about all of them
0: that is so cool that you have all this stuff in the pipes i mean now uh, yeah. even with those movies you know in post-production i'm assuming you're you're out there and you're still auditioning and you're lining up roles every day uh, that's fair to say, right now. Uh,
1: yes. Yes. Auditions always happen.
0: Now, you know, being in LA, are you a uh, native from LA or did you move out to LA to pursue your career?
1: Yeah. So I, I grew up in the, the high desert. Uh, so two hours outside of Los Angeles, but you know, I, I had been acting since I was eight. So driving two hours back and forth like back then auditions were in person so um at 18 i was like i gotta move to los angeles but now i'm like i need out of la i need to be in a (laughs) like a farm town or something (laughs) i need that horses and donkeys around me
0: get some quietness (laughs) all around you i'll scout i want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing some of your stories you're great you're really super friendly in person, too. Guys, if there's a convention that Scout is uh, near in your hometown, <laughs> you got to go out just to meet Scout. She's an amazing person. I got the pleasure of oh. not only meeting Scout, but Tyler Main, who played Michael Myers mm-hmm. in our Halloween movies. Uh, just one last question. Uh, it seems like you and Danielle became good friends. Is that an accurate statement?
1: Oh, yeah. She's
0: going to be one of my bridesmaids for sure. That is so cool. Again, thank you so much to our guest scout, Taylor Compton. I want to thank our audience who's tuned in live and those of you who are going to watch later on. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go?
1: Uh, no, just, um. so speaking of Danielle, we have a podcast, Talk Scary to Me. That's uh, right, Spotify, the podcast. Apple. Oh no, please, please, yeah. I,
0: I didn't mean to gloss over that. I want to hear about that no podcast. Word. No, I no, wanna... no, just listen to it. <laughs> What's the podcast called?
1: It's called Talk Scary to Me. Okay. Uh, if you want to, know, and send questions in, it's all about sex and love. We give sex and love advice. And then we kind of end it with a true crime pod, like a true crime, like overview. Okay. So it's really fun, man. If you want to get to know us girls, definitely listen to that.
0: How long has it been running uh, so far?
1: I mean, right now we, we have like 26 episodes in the can, which is insane because it feels like we just started it and it's just, it's, it's growing it's so big. And, and like I said, the horror
0: fans are so loyal. So thank you to everybody that is listening. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, you've done so much stuff and the podcast, I knew about it and it just went completely over my head when we started guys, check yeah, out, the pod- <laughs> check out <laughs> scout and Danielle's podcast. Again, a big thank you to scout for being on here tonight. Thank you to our audience until next time on behalf of scout Taylor Compton and myself, Stay safe and stay walking. Good night, everybody.